Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today is my co-host, Rissa. Hello. How's it going today, Rissa? Pretty good. All right, cool. So on today's episode, we're going to look at a couple of news articles, and then we're going to do another round of Disney Would You Rather. Uh, this time it wasn't uh, with our audience interaction, but uh, hopefully you guys can interact with it when we uh, release this episode. So uh, you ready to start? Yeah. All right, so the first article we have here... It's talking about Disney Plus's Mulan release, uh, everything we know and stuff that we don't know. So um, did you see the news about this, Rissa, about Mulan being released to Disney Plus for $30? I did, and I thought it was a little weird that they were going to charge so much extra um, just for the release uh, to get access to, to Mulan. Yeah, and when you think about it, uh, eventually they're going to release it to Disney Plus without charging right right and then they're also gonna probably release the physical copy in which you can also get a digital copy when you buy the physical one yeah and then you can use that digital copy using the movies anywhere app so it's just like huh (laughs) yeah it's interesting it's interesting to see that they're going this route it's a little bit different that's like a premium on top of what you're already paying for disney plus what do you think about it is it like Strange? I think it's very strange. Um, I think it's weird that they didn't try to release it sort of like what Trolls did, where they released for rent um, and then also had it released at some drive-ins. So you would think that during this pandemic that we would see a resurgence of drive-in theaters. I think there has been, right? There's there's been some, some, a lot of drive-ins have have reopened and, you know, had pretty much a lot of success with it, right? Yeah, I mean, I went and I saw Trolls that way and it was actually my first time ever going to the drive-in and it, was, it wasn't it was that bad, it was interesting. Um, I mean, granted, they didn't have their concessions open because it was earlier on during the first wave of reopenings here in California, um, so they didn't have any concessions going on, but it wasn't bad, it was still an experience and I got to watch a movie that I haven't seen yet. Did, were you able to like bring the dogs and everything? No, dogs aren't allowed, unfortunately. That's weird because you're, you know, like they're in the car. <laughs> yeah, I think they don't want to like um, disturb other, you know, patrons that are watching. Oh, okay, like with barking and whatnot. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Okay, so I mean, that's kind of strange that they're not doing that now, right? Yeah. With some, some drive-ins. I, I think it, the strange part about it is that they're not the first studio that has been doing this type of thing. Like some other films were released with like limited screenings so that they could still uh, qualify for, you know, award season. Uh, but they also like went digital after their short release. Do you think that um, Disney knew this was not going to be up for any awards and that's why they just decided to do this? Or do you think this film might have some sort of awards for the season? Honestly, I think they could have uh, qualified for some awards just because of the scale of the movie. Uh, you would think that it would have at least some sort of, you know, cinematography or something, something else like costuming or, you know, effects. Right, because they're they're showing a- ancient China, and it's like, you know, the 
they have a lot of nice looking costumes and whatnot. Right. Like costuming and makeup or some, some like visual effects. Cause if you saw, I think infinity war and one of the star Wars movies had, had qualified for a visual effects Oscar. And it's not unheard of for a blockbuster because uh, just recently Black Panther was was nominated for uh, Best Picture. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, they are kind of missing out there, right? Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see how it's going to do. <laughs> um, would you would you pay $30, though? That's the question. Would you pay $30 for it? Uh, definitely not for this type of release. I would have paid $30 like easily just to have um, the physical copy. Yeah, with the digital release because you can just watch that also well not only that because with the physical copy you also get all the special features it's basically thirty dollars you know and you can get for a steelbook it's maybe like forty dollars on blu-ray but yeah depending i i haven't had very good um experience with disney plus because of i don't know if it's my connection or what but i it's i always have a buffering issue oh that's so weird yeah yeah, I, I sometimes get that buffering issue where it will lag out, and then I'm just like, "Wait, I need to reset the Disney Plus." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's some something with their servers or something like that. It's not uh, it's not good for where we are. Yeah, and if I want to pay thirty dollars for something, I want that experience to not have a sort of lag that way. That's true. That's true. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna see what happens here. Uh, it's coming out September four. To Disney Plus, if you want to pay that thirty dollars premium, you'll be able. So basically, it will unlock it, and you'll be able to watch it on Disney Plus for as long as you have a Disney Plus subscription. And uh, so it's not like a, you're renting it for thirty dollars. You're gonna have access to it, like pretty much early access to it. And then um, they, the what we also know is that they're going to have limited release in theaters in countries that do not have Disney Plus yet available to them. And that have reopened some of their theaters. Uh, what do you think about that? Do you think um, it's smart for them to do this too? I think so. Um, one thing I haven't, I, I like, have never tried with Disney Plus is uh, to see if the the offline content works. Have you tried it? I have not. So, like, you mean downloading an episode and then watching it without the internet, right? Yeah, because I know Netflix has that feature. So I don't know if Disney Plus has that feature as well. They do have that feature, and one of the tricks that I saw was to since you know how they're like refreshing the catalog for Disney Plus, mm-hmm. um, and they they take some titles off. They said that if you download it for offline use, that you won't lose it. Basically, when they re- remove it from the catalog, so if you want to keep a film or a series, you can download it to the offline, and then um, it will be in your catalog even after they remove it from. From their from their own catalog, interesting. Yeah, so that's I haven't tried it yet though either. Yeah, because I I know that they have issues with their servers, so I, I haven't tried anything like that. Yeah, I mean it would be it would be cool to to try it. I I I could try it, but I haven't tried it yet. So yeah. All right. So yeah, September four. So uh, one of the things is there's this there's this like thing that they do where there's a, a theater window before releasing it to a streaming service. They say it's usually like 75 days in a theater before they put it on the streaming service. But it looks like Disney's breaking this rule because they are not doing that. They're releasing it the same day in theaters as well as on the platform. So uh, do you think it's that's like fair to the industry or is it you know something different or weird? 
you know, at this point, you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah, whatever it takes to make money, right? Yeah, well, with this pandemic, a lot of studios are hurting. Uh, they can't even produce films right now. So with all this, um, like the marketing and all the, the, the money that they're leaving on the table, they're getting desperate. So it's a surprise that Disney itself had a positive profit for the close of the last quarter. Uh, but I think that was because of like their final push in the last quarter where they had all these merch events and the reopening of the parks. And, you know, I think that's why they did what they did because they were able to end in a profit in, in the end of uh, quarter two. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. I was like, wow, Q2 was, uh, was good for them. But I mean, it was good for a lot of big companies as well. Yeah. Um, but the thing is with Disney, they're an entertainment company and they're not really able to produce a lot of entertainment right now. Right. Uh, so it's like, you know, and, and they also have theme parks where right now it's limited capacity. So it's just like, wow, how, how are they doing that? It's, it's interesting. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see their numbers in, in the end of quarter three because uh, it's kind of a balancing act right now for them to have limited capacity and then also balance their operating costs and they're pulling back on on refurbs and renovations, you know, all of their different projects. It's hurting a lot of other industries as well because their park improvements are that's that's revenue for other companies that do the building, you know. So it's like a chain reaction right now. Yeah, so it just hurts the economy all all in all, right? Right. So speaking of parks, our next article is going to be talking about updates from Disney World uh, since that's the those are the parks open right now. The first thing we see here is that Disney World is going to be cutting park hours starting September 1st. And they had already cut the hours um, originally. So like Magic Kingdom was originally 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Now they're cutting it from to 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then Epcot is going from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. to 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Hollywood Studios is going to go from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, to the new 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then Animal Kingdom is going to go from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. to 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. So what do you think about these uh, time cuts at, at Disney World? Ouch. I, I don't know how they're going to be able to like justify you know, having people come at this point because they're already experiencing limited experiences. And now you know their hours are cut even more. So... You know me loving nighttime at at parks like this is it's still technically light out. You know, we haven't hit that part of, you know, the seasons where it starts to get darker earlier. So, yeah, I wouldn't enjoy this, but I I understand where they're coming from because it's limited capacity. So most people can get things done, you know, in a day quicker. Uh, But yeah, this that that just feels (laughs) rough. Yeah, it, it must have to do with operating costs. They probably saw that it costs too much to stay open for as long as they could uh, before, and they had to cut it just to save on on like bills. Yeah, <laughs> I, I understand why they're doing it, but then again, you know, the guests are still paying normal price right. to go. Right, and it's just like you know they can't hop, which some people have hoppers, but they they did refund them for the hoppers. But it's just like, man, like you're you're cutting in. Like at least two hours from every park here. Yeah. So it's crazy. It's rough. Yeah. But I mean, they have to do what they have to do. Yeah. So I understand it from the business aspect. 
Yeah, but as a tourist, I would I I wouldn't think it's worth it at that at that point. Like just just wait until you can experience it at a normal time. Like why risk your health for something like this? Right. I mean, you just need that Disney fix or something? Uh, I guess. But I'm an annual pass holder. Like <laughs> like if Disneyland were open and it was so limited like that, uh I don't think it was it would be worth it for me. Even if you they would restart your pass holder payments? I don't think they would restart my pass holder payments at this point uh because of the fact that it would also be a reservation system. Okay. So, yeah. All right. All right. So, um the next thing that that they're doing here is the Tomorrowland Transit Authority is going to officially be under refurbishment. Uh that's the People Mover at Magic Kingdom. Uh they didn't reopen this in July. But unlike the, the primeval world in Rivers of Light at Animal Kingdom that they closed forever, this one's going to be reopened at some point. And they're going to be refurbishing this until at least the end of October 2020. Uh, what did you think of the People Mover and that it's going to be refurbished? Um, how are they refurbing it? Is it just like track improvement or are they actually changing things? I think they're just going to um, they're gonna just repair things on it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't experience anything very groundbreaking on the people mover it just felt like the people mover it's just a different type of people mover compared to disneyland um because it's covered the whole way yeah i mean i i like that they're not closing it permanently yeah i like that fact too because it was sad when they closed it in disneyland <laughs> and then they put the rocket rods that didn't last very long yeah so yeah we're gonna save one of those questions for would you rather then <laughs> yeah all right so the next thing we have here, uh, Disney stores inside Disney Springs resorts are going to be permanently closed. So there are seven third-party operated hotels in Disney Springs area, and they all had small Disney stores in them that sold Disney World tickets, gifts, and, and sundries. But it looks like Disney is going to close all of these down because the conditions have made the lease spaces not profitable enough to keep operating. What do you think about that? I'm surprised that they even had those stores and that Disney was maintaining them. Yeah, um, I'm surprised that you know that they're they're still you know they were still trying to do it. <laughs> yeah, it, I I think it's weird because it's a third party hotel and it's Disney World. Like, <laughs> why do you need to have another extra store? I mean, put your hand you know get your hands in every place that possible, right? Put their stuff I, in there. I guess. But since it's you know people are are not really staying too much there, it's not worth it anymore. Yeah. But it's also weird because you're in Disney Springs. If you want to buy something, go to WAD. Right, exactly. <laughs> like you have a huge, you have this whole area dedicated to shopping. Like why do you need to lease out a tiny little store inside of these hotels? It makes no sense. Right. Well, now they they have come to their senses and are closing them down. <laughs> good, good. Because you literally have like several parks and a full shopping area for profit exactly it's just like you know don't waste your money yeah just uh, save your money all right so um next thing we have here is the tangerine cafe in epcot closes the Ta tangerine cafe was located in epcot's morocco pavilion right now it's unknown if it's gonna open at all like reopen but it's a third-party vendor that operates it we're gonna expect some sort of e eatery to reopen in the space if it's the original tangerine cafe or something new in Morocco, when traffic starts picking up again, um, did you did you ever get to try Tangerine Cafe? No, because we were there during food and wine, so there was like a lot more to eat. Yeah, we didn't 
we didn't get the chance to eat there. Yeah, I, I went during a non-food and wine time, but I never ate there either. It's like, I, I kind of avoided Morocco. I don't know. Oh, really? It, yeah, I, I just heard I just heard some stories from other cast members about Morocco Pavilion oh. and just like, all right, I'm just going to avoid it. All right, so the next thing we have, there's a new show that debuted at Disney's Hollywood studio. So the Theater of the Stars that housed um, Beauty and the Beast live show is now the home of a concert series featuring the Disney Society Orchestra. It's a concert-style show featuring a six-piece orchestra playing music from Toy Story, Little Mermaid, and the Muppets, leading up to the finale that includes appearances from Beauty and the Beast characters. So it's expected that the new show is going to play for a limited time in place of the regular Beauty and the Beast live on stage show that should return at some point. But there's no way to know when that's going to be because of the dispute with the Actors Union. So uh, what do you think about them putting this temporary show in place? I'm surprised they're doing shows at all, in all honesty. Like a six-piece orchestra makes sense, but it's just like, how are you managing the audience? Yeah, they have to distance them and everything. Even though it's like an open air, yeah. you know, it's, not, it's not enclosed, but it's just like, how can you space them out? Yeah. I mean, if it's a, a smaller show, I guess so. Yeah. Blank out rows or something. Yeah. It, any Anything that like requires congregation right now, I'm a little iffy about. So I know, right? It's just like, you know, you're going to subject yourself to sitting in a spot for however long, 30 minutes or something, maybe an hour, like 45 minutes or whatever, just sitting there around a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I, I feel like it's a good thing that they're that they're trying to bring back Beauty and the Beast live on stage because yeah. I don't want to see that go away. Yeah, I mean, we had one in Disneyland and that went away and I was very sad. Yeah, and you, you didn't get to watch the one here at, at Hollywood Studios, did you? No, I didn't. It's basically the Disneyland one. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's the same pretty much. Okay. So yeah, un- unless you really wanted to see it, it's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll probably still want to watch it at, at some point though. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's like I watched it and I was like, wow, it reminded me of when we were kids and we were watching it at Disneyland. Yeah. All right. So next thing we have here is a free magnet available for annual pass holders at Disney World. Uh, The deadline for annual pass holders to cancel is August 11, but those who keep the passes are going to be able to get a Tinkerbell pass holder magnet mailed to them later in the month. What what do you think about these pass holder magnets? It looks like it's a really big thing at Disney World, the pass holder magnets. What do you think about them? I mean, there's clearly a market for them if there's, you know, you bought some, right? On Etsy. So Yeah, I did, but you know, like they have official ones, like and that's a real thing at Disney World. Yeah. Uh, are you like jealous that they do that at Disney World versus Disneyland? No. No. Um, I don't even put my annual pass holder magnet on my car. Uh, they're just like fridge magnets at this point cuz I'm scared that people are going to steal them. So, I already have enough magnets. Yeah, it's crazy. Like every year they do a different one and then they have special ones during different times. You have to, and then there's, there's a, they, at Epcot, they always have a different magnet. So you have to visit Epcot like four times during a festival or something like that to get a pass holder magnet. And then I've seen the lines for them. It goes oh, yeah. all the way to the entrance, all the way to the electric umbrella, right? It's yeah, so I think, far. um, I think Lizelle and, um, Jovi stood in that line. They broke from magnets. the group, yeah, to get their magnets, and there was a long line, they said. Yeah, it's like every year they, that happens. It's crazy. Yeah. Wait, so are they charging pass holders right now in Disney World? I believe so. That's why I was asking if they started charging you 
for you know like when they reopen and if you weren't going would you you know still try to go or not you know well they said that they weren't going to until it was fully open okay okay um but i I believe they are charging um disney world pass holders too that's nuts yeah (laughs) because what if you can't get a a reservation reservation yeah exactly man they should complain but it it seems like well they are issuing refunds if you don't want to keep your pass right but then yeah but what if you want to keep it yeah exactly it's either you pay for it and don't use it or you just get your refund those are the two options right so it's just like would you or would you not that's another would you rather right yeah well i mean over in disneyland they haven't even reopened um renewals right exactly Exactly. So I hope they honor people, you know, who timed out during this time that, to allow them to renew. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Because I have a grandfathered pass, so I want to keep my level. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So next thing has to do with annual pass holders again. There's a new Shop Disney discount for annual pass holders that was announced. It's until August 14, 2020. They're going to honor a 30% discount for Disney World pass holders. I don't know about the Disneyland ones. I don't know why they're shafting you guys. Probably um, because we're not paying. Okay, yeah, that's probably what it is. Uh, and they're paying and then they're not able to use it, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're like, we got to give them something. Yeah, um, th- but do you think they, they did, did, have they done that for Disneyland? Well, uh, pass holders before? Prior to them um, consolidating the Shop Disney and the Parks app, because uh, they used to have a Shop Parks app, um, right. We were allowed to use our annual pass for parks exclusive. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. But now there's no spot for us to add that to Shop Disney. Yeah. You just have to have a code or something like that in, in order to use it now. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's how it is. They had to consolidate things that they deemed were unnecessary and whatnot. All right. So next thing or the last thing we're going to look at here, DVC Moonlight Magic events were canceled. Unsurprisingly, uh, Disney canceled all the DVC the Disney Vacation Club Moonlight Magic After Hours events that were scheduled to happen in the fall at Hollywood Studios. Uh, the After Hour events typically offered attractions, character meet and greets, a DJ dance party, and refreshments. Originally planned for September 15, 22nd, and October 6, 2020, but they're not going to happen, and there's no rescheduling information as we thought was going to happen. So. What do you think? They're canceling things now. I mean, it makes sense. Do you think? Um, do you think they're gonna eventually cancel like Mickey's uh, "Very Merry Christmas" as well? Well, they did it over here, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's only a matter of time. Florida's on the rise as well, so we'll, we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens. Uh, hopefully, they're not charging DVC members the way that you know they're charging the the annual pass holders in Florida. But I mean. They have to pay for their timeshares even though they can't travel, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, like who's going to pay for the timeshare if they're not, they're not paying for it, right? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, those were the news articles. Now uh, let's get into our Disney Would You Rather. So are you ready for the Would You Rather? Yeah, let's do it. All right. First, Would You Rather, Space Mountain or Big Thunder Mountain at Magic Kingdom? Easy. Uh, Big Thunder. Uh, cause Space Mountain in Magic Kingdom is not, <laughs> it's not the best. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to go with you on that one too. Um, Big Thunder at Disney World is better or at Magic Kingdom is better than the Space Mountain that they have. 
even if you know because they have two tracks at Space Mountain. I've done both, but Ma- Big Thunder is still better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because their Big Thunder is basically our old Big Thunder, right? Yeah, just like their so. old their Space Mountain's like our our old Space Mountain, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. So now moving to Disneyland, Space Mountain or Matterhorn? Space Mountain, hands down. Matterhorn hurts my back from the sudden uh, like jolts. Yeah, it's just like either track. It's really rough. They don't have enough padding. Um, Space Mountain is a lot more smooth, uh, especially with the track updates. And uh, it's it's just more fun. Yeah, I'm going to go with Space Mountain as well. I, I like the smoothness, like you said. Matterhorn, even though you can see more on the Matterhorn, the, there's like sudden drops that just it hits your, when you when you land, it hurts your back. Yeah. I, I definitely find myself bracing myself a lot more on on Matterhorn and it's not something you should do on a roller coaster because you know you can get hurt but <laughs> yeah uh, it's like me bracing myself from from the the pain of hitting my lower back brace for impact or something yeah all right so building on space mountain uh, regular space mountain hyperspace mountain or ghost galaxy hyperspace um, that's I'd- the current iteration right or last uh, time I, last time it was there. I don't well, remember. I, what, I don't remember what it was last time we were there. If it was regular or hyper, uh, but I just like the way that hyperspace mountain flows and like because it's so like the soundtrack is different. It feels a lot different because with regular space, I've like memorized everything already, and I know how many turns. I counted how many turns, like how many left turns and how many right turns, and when it's going to happen. Um, Ghost Galaxy, it's just too dark for me, and they try to do these jump scares, especially towards the end. I don't fall for them, so it's just kind of a, a, a bad attempt at trying to scare somebody. For me, for me, I'd pick Ghost Galaxy. I really enjoy it. I don't really? know why. <laughs> I don't know Over why. Over hyperspace? But yeah, yeah. For for some reason, I'm just like Star Wars out. Mm, with, okay. With uh, because they like turned Tomorrowland into Star Wars. I'm just they like, did. okay, yeah. yeah, you know. But um, Ghost Galaxy, it's 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 unique because it's for Halloween season, you know. Yeah, and they sure. have they have this like menacing eye looking at you, and you're like, ooh, ghost. <laughs> yeah. So they they kind of try to make it like intense. So that's that's what I liked about it. But yeah, but well, I see. I do like hyperspace as well. Yeah, I mean, Ghost Galaxy is just. It's really dark too. Like I feel like they could do more with the lighting and more interactions, but yeah, it just it's dark. Yeah, yeah, they they really cut all everything. Like it's there's even darker stars. than yeah, it's even darker than the regular Space Mountain. Yeah, and but I, I like the queue where they like do the glitch thing. You mm-hmm. know, it, yeah. that's cool. That is cool. Make it like Halloweeny, but yeah, I wonder if they're gonna keep it hyperspace year round. I don't know. I hope not, because <laughs> I still I still appreciate regular Space Mountain, you know. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's nice when it's season of the forest and hyperspace is there. All right, so next one: selfie with Mickey and Minnie or selfie with Anna and Elsa. Okay, so with this one, I think we need to specify which costumes. Oh, okay. Um, so Mickey and Minnie are gonna be in their normal costumes, you know, the polka dot and the the suit. Mm-hmm. And Anna and Elsa are going to be in the Queen costumes. Oh, so their latest movie. The latest movie. Okay, Anna and Elsa. Okay. If it were Mickey and Minnie during the holiday, like with their main street, with their sweaters, their matching sweaters. Oh, yeah. I would say that, but 
Yeah. What if, it's what if it were what if it were Mickey and Minnie in their 90th anniversary costumes? I didn't like them. The <laughs> they white? were too Yeah, the the get your ears on one? Yeah. Yeah, it was too too loud for me. Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. Those you did? were nice. Yeah. 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 But I, I think I would pick Anna and Elsa as well. I like their latest costumes. Yeah, they're really nice and, and detailed. Yeah, definitely. All right, so m- moving back to um, Magic Kingdom, would you rather take the monorail or the ferry into Magic Kingdom? Ferry, because the monorail in Magic Kingdom is jacked up. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So jacked up. I think I'll, I'll agree with you there. I, I take the ferry even if it takes longer. Because the monorail has more tendency to break down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ferry, I haven't really heard of many breakdowns. Yeah. All right. So next thing, uh, early morning in the park or late evening at the park? So early morning magic or after hours? Which would you do? I would go late evening because of my feelings about you know Disneyland at night. Uh, because of Disneyland at night. And even if it's like uh, Disney World at night, I-, I just like Disney parks at nighttime uh, as previously stated in our our last episode uh and i'm not really much of a morning person i would rather sleep in okay okay i think i'll agree um i think i'd rather do an after hours event rather than an early morning event it's about the same amount of people in the park but for after hours it's just like wow we get to close the park down yeah it's it's nighttime and you feel like it's like winding down the day you know Mm -hmm. And it doesn't feel wrong to drink at night. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. And it, it'll be more fun to actually do that. Right. Right. Okay. So next one. Would you rather have a pool day on your off day or do resort hopping? Oh, this is hands down resort hop for me because I'm not a pool person. Okay. Um, I don't like the pool. I don't, I don't like especially shared pools. It's just <laughs> icky to me. So yeah, resort hop. I would actually do resort hopping as well because I've already done it and it's it's awesome actually. Yeah. Get to get to see all the different resorts and what they have to offer. You get to eat too. Yeah, they have they always have a quick service restaurant at the at each of the resorts um and they're unique. So it's and even if you you can also make a reservation for a table service if you want to. Yeah. It's, it's fun. That's an easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one's an easy one. Okay, so next one we have Goofy Sky School at DCA or the Barnstormer at, at Magic Kingdom? I think this is like comparing apples and oranges. Okay. Uh, because Goofy Sky School is just an all-around better ride. Uh, yeah. It's also way longer. So I would say it should be Gadgets versus Barnstormer. All right. To do an apples versus apples com- uh, comparison, let's, let's do Gadgets, Go Coaster versus Barnstormer. Which one would you rather? Barnstormer. Yeah? Yeah, the theming is way better. Yeah, I have to agree there. The theming is better at the Barnstormer. Plus, it's, I mean, I guess it has to do with because it's newer. Yeah. They, when they did, redid the Fantasyland in uh, 2012, that's, where, that's the one that they, they did it. But Gadgets hasn't had a refresh since they built Since the Toontown. 90s, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're stuck at um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So next one. Toy Story Mania versus Astro Blasters. Which would you rather? This one's actually a hard one. Um, I'm better at Midway Mania, but <sighs> Astro Blasters just feels like a better ride. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
So which yeah. one would you pick? I think I would go Astro Blasters because after a while, the 3D kind of gets to me and I get a little dizzy, especially with them spinning you around. Whereas with Astro Blasters, you get to control the spin. Um, so yeah, Astro Blasters. I think I would pick that too. It feels more like a laser tag than like playing a video game. Yeah. Because like with Astro Blasters, they're physical objects that you're shooting at. Right. And with Toy Story Mania, you're shooting at a screen. Right. So it, it kind of feels more like you're in the, like you're playing a scenario as like a toy as well. So, yeah. But also, you should you should be like Midway Mania in uh, Hollywood Studios or, you know, Astro Blasters, whatever it's called, Buzz Lightyear's spin. Space Ranger Spin. Yeah. In Magic Kingdom. Okay. So... If we're gonna come, if we're gonna do that, which one would you do? Midway you Mania. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's something about the Magic Kingdom one where it's like that's the early version of Astro Blasters. Yeah, that one does not feel like a complete ride. It feels like it was like a test ride exactly. that they're like, ah, oh, it's good enough. We can put that. So if you look at the three versions, um, the one at Magic Kingdom versus the one at Disneyland versus the one in Hong Kong. Hong Kong is the most complete before they redid it, actually, because they made it Ant-Man. Oh, that's <laughs> They turned sad. it into Ant-Man. But if you were to watch old videos of their Astro Blasters, it's even better than the Disneyland one. But now it's Ant-Man and the Wasp, so it's like, okay. <laughs> is it basically the same ride, though? Um, yeah, I mean, it's the same type of ride, but they updated the technology and the tracks and stuff and the, the stuff you're shooting at. So I think they made it more precise. Mm-hmm. Which but is it's good. like the same type of ride. Yeah. You're riding through blasting stuff. Well, the thing that annoys me with Astro Blasters is the, the laser, the sight, it like bounces. Oh, yeah. So it's like sometimes you'll get the shot and other times you're like, I can't even find where my laser is. At least you can pick up the laser. Yes. Not a, like Magic Kingdom where it's like locked in. Right. Ugh. Right. <laughs> I, was, I was so bad. Everybody was like, so how'd you do? I'm like, uh, you don't even want to know. <laughs> I'm like, I had 1,500 points and that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's, They're like, oh, it, I got 30. I'm like, how did you even get... Like, how did you hit anything? How did you even hit anything? I feel yeah. like mine was mercy points because I kept missing. I know, I, I couldn't even find a laser. Where, what am I shooting? You yeah. Know? It's been so long since I did that. There was one time I got 99999. Though, so I was oh, like, really? Ooh, I'm Galactic Hero. There? Yeah, when I went back in uh, 2012, though. So it's a long time. And then when we went back, I was like, I got like you, 1,500. Like, what yeah. happened? <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. So next thing we have here, these are getting harder. Uh, would you rather do a one-hour access to Walt's apartment or one meal at Club 33? Hmm. Is this one-hour access like, like without un- anybody? Yeah, unrestricted. Yeah. I get to like chill out and stuff. Yeah. And- yeah, exactly. You spend one hour at Walt's apartment <sighs> doing whatever. Or one meal at Club 33. Man, how long do I get to stay at this meal? Because Club 33 is kind of like buffet style, right? Yeah, for as long as you feel like you don't... I mean, I guess until their limit, whatever their limit is. I don't even know if they have a limit. They probably don't. I don't, don't. know if they have a limit. Um, okay, let's make it uh, one hour. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, so it's the same length, one hour. Do they feed me at Walt's apartment? <laughs> Uh, no, it's whatever they offer there. I don't think they offer anything other than it's being an apartment. <laughs> oh, man. I would have to go with Club 33 because it's on my bucket list. Okay. You know, I'd probably do the same. 
one meal at Club 33 just because, even though you're not allowed to take pictures or whatever, I'd probably do it anyway. Oh, no, you're allowed to take <laughs> pictures in Club 33. Oh, okay, okay. You're not allowed to take pictures in Walt's apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. All right, all right. So next thing is building on that. Would you spend the night at the Dream Suite or Walt's apartment? Which one? Oh, man. Um, I would probably say Dream Suite because it was built for that. Uh, Walt's apartment, it kind of feels wrong to stay. It would feel wrong for me to stay in a, in a place where Walt himself stayed, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a memorial to him. So it, it, it was his own personal place for him and, and, and his wife and his family uh, before he built the other one above New Orleans Square. But, yeah, no, I, I would say Dream Suite. Yeah, I'd probably pick the Dream Suite as well. So, yeah, because that's, that's one of those bucklist ones. And Walt's apartment, yeah, like you were saying, is it was his. So why would I want to stay at his place, right? Yeah. I mean, I know some people that would probably be like, oh, yeah, that would be so much fun. But it just feels wrong, you know? That's like right. his own personal haven. And you're like treading on hallowed ground type of thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, respect the guy's place. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next we have a ride one. Uh, would you rather do Autopia or Nemo submarines? <sighs> Autopia because uh, stale baby farts. <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, the submarines, yeah, I'd rather do Epcot. <laughs> Seas with Nemo and friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like with Autopia, at least, you know, you have the fresh air, even though you're like being choked to death by the exhaust. Yeah, but exactly. in the Nemo submarine, you can still smell the exhaust and you're stuck with the stale baby farts. So Agreed. You get both. Yeah. Two for the price of one. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Next one we have. Would you rather bring back the Skyway or bring back the People Mover? Oh, Skyway. Because you, it's a transportation. You get to go land to land as opposed to People Mover where you end where you started. So, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You, you get to see more in the Skyway as well. Yeah. I, I would do the same and the Skyway went through the inside of the Matterhorn. So it's yeah, like, I don't ooh. know if I would want that again, though, because it kind of like kills the, the vibe and the picture of yeah, the Yeah, because you just the see the, the steel structure and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, it kind of ruins people's pictures. And then you can't projection map onto it. Right, right, that's true. So next one we have, would you rather spend one day with a plaid, the uh, guided tour people, or would you have two days unguided? Uh. Is this Disneyland or Disneyland? Disneyland. Um, two days with with no guided tour person, huh? Yeah, because I mean, I know Disneyland, and unless it's like a a full day with a plaid to do like walk and waltz or do like something that I haven't seen yet, then yeah, the two days. I think. Oh, okay. So the one day with a plaid though will include access to whatever they have access to, like walking and waltz or whatever. But that's just like a two-hour tour. But this one would be the whole day. Yeah, but like, then it wouldn't. That would just be a VIP, you know, like okay. a VIP ex, as, uh, escort. So you get like you get to cut in line and whatever. So would you rather do that VIP style plaid, or no. two days guided? Two unguided. days unguided. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd do the two days also because you have more time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the one day, even if you get to do everything and you get to cut lines and whatever, it's like. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It just kind of feels really pretentious. I mean, if it if it's your thing, then by all means do it. But for me, I, I don't like the attention of, you know, 
Because anytime I see like a, a group of people, you know, that seem like they're really well off and they have, you know, the guided tour and then they have that smirk. I'm just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Go on with your day <laughs> type of thing. You know, it's like we, we're the normal people, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're not like pretentious about it, then, you know, I'm not going to yuck your yum. But most of the people that I see, they just it looks like they have no idea what they're doing in the parks. So that's why they need the guide. Right, right, and then, right. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they did, they're just doing it because they heard Disneyland is fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next thing we have here, would you rather have nonstop rain at Disneyland for a day or 100 degree weather the whole day at Disneyland? Nonstop rain. Oh, I've yeah? done it before where it's basically threatening to rain. And then there have been like, drizzling the whole day or there's like the torrential downpour at some points throughout the day and i would rather have it raining than baking all day you know I, i'd say the same thing it's it's fun in yeah. the rain actually it's not that bad and like you might as well ride the water rides because you're already wet exactly and then you, you'll notice that the lines aren't as long as if it were 100 degrees outside <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's a lot better of an experience when it's raining um although as of late, it's been a little different. Like some people actually don't mind the rain as well. Uh, so also oh, the lines are still long. They're still long, but I I mean you can do things to mitigate the rain. Whereas with a hundred degrees, you can't walk around with an AC. That is true. That is true. And if you're have an outdoor queue, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. All right. All right. So building on that, would you rather do Disneyland during a rainy day or during a major holiday? Rainy day. Oh my goodness. We've done Disneyland during uh, Christmas time. I think we've done it during every major holiday. <laughs> ha- no, we haven't done uh, New Year's. Oh yeah, that's the only one. New Year. Uh, we've done it during 4th of July. That was madness. We've done it during Christmas and Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Labor uh, Day, Labor Day. Memorial Day. Uh, Labor Day is not that bad because a lot of things are closed for refurb. Right. We also uh, done Memorial Day too, so it's yeah. done all the major ones except for New Year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think we actually did Halloween like on Halloween. No, we did. We did. We were there for Friendship Games. Remember? Yeah, we did Leap Day too. Yeah. So it's yeah. like we've done we've done all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except they've for all New been, Year. They've all been crazy. I hear New Year's is even worse than I've done um, New Year working. Yeah. There, but is it worse? That's <laughs> the worst. It's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it's the worst. Um, so, like, what actually happened is, so people came in from Magic Kingdom because Magic Kingdom closed. At, well, they breached capacity, mm-hmm. so people were like, "Oh, we had to get turned away." So they all packed in Hollywood Studios, and then the fireworks, and then they had DJ right in the center of Hollywood Studios, and nobody left till like three a.m. And we we're oh, still man. there collecting the strollers. At the end of the night. (laughs) Was there ball drop at each of the parks except for uh, Animal? We had fireworks. Oh, okay. Um, They were counting down and then they had the fireworks and we're like, Happy New Year, whatever. And then they actually let us go outside of where we were normally and, you know, dance and whatever. And it's fun. But I haven't done it at Disneyland yet. Yeah. No, I hear it's a madhouse. It's probably capacity too. Probably. Yeah, no, I would definitely choose a rainy day because you're more likely to, um, like, not run into people. So true. Yeah, it's true. People generally try to avoid, you know, the the crowds or whatever. 
Yeah, you're you're less likely to have a full crowd during a rainy day because you know annual pass holders typically that are SoCal just stay away during the rain. <laughs> yeah, not nice weather. Nah, I'm not going to the park. Yeah. All right. So next one we have Plaza Inn. Eating at Plaza Inn or eating at Rancho del Zocalo. Plaza Inn, hands down. That roasted chicken. Oh man, that's so good. And I'm not a big fan of Rancho. Oh yeah. Yeah. Rancho del Zocalo, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I just I, I I've had better Mexican food. <laughs> so Right. Yeah, I mean you're in SoCal, there must be more authentic ones. Yeah. Around there. Yeah. Um I'd I'd be with you there, Plaza Inn. I like their food. I actually like their food. I, I'm not I'm not a fan either of Rancho del Zocolo. Yeah. Um uh, although they had that one time they had that dessert, which was pretty good. It wasn't there. That wasn't there. Yeah. It looked good. Yeah. That was some mango pictures. dome cake. <laughs> Yeah. I think eventually Nelson was able to find it, but I wasn't there, so I didn't really get to try it. Uh, yeah. But the picture looked good. Picture looked good. He said it was not great. Okay. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, eh, Plaza Inn. Do Plaza. Okay. Yeah. Especially during the holidays, they're, um, the log, the Yule log. Yule log? It's really good. Yeah, something to try for everybody. Yeah, because sometimes I think it's a black forest. So. Ooh. Yeah. That cherry. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, last one we have. Would you rather shop at Downtown Disney, Disneyland, or DCA? I would have to say Disneyland because um, if you if you know that like some lands tend to have only like specific things, so right. if you were like in the Emporium, like when all the other things close, because you know how Disneyland and and DCA they have that one hour after all the rides close, you still have that hour to shop on Main right. Street, so. If you don't remember where, you know, the thing is that you're looking for, you can always ha- ask a cast member their call and then they'll run it over for you. So unlike at Downtown Disney where you're just stuck with what you have um, and then DCA, they just, I don't know, they're, per- they're a lot of their stuff is cool, but you can find the same things in Disneyland. Yeah, I have to agree. I would, I like shopping at Disneyland better because you kind of go on a quest, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. if you want something specific. You have to remember where you saw it last time or where it might be and then like search for it and like go yeah. for it. Yeah. But you also still have that option that I said. Right. Exactly. I mean, I know I had to do that before. Yeah. <laughs> At Hollywood Studios. But yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's fun to shop, period. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. What, so what do you think now that, that Downtown Disney's reopened? Would you shop there now? Like during this time? If I lived down there, but not, the, I would not trek all the way down there just to shop at Downtown Disney. So I, uh, I was, I was in a Facebook group, and somebody said they made the tr- the trek from Sacramento to Downtown Disney just to shop there. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Was it during the sixty fifth? Um, no, it was actually this week. So I was like, what, uh, what was that about? Yeah. But they did the, it anyway. Did, did they say anything? I think they were just making a trip down to SoCal, and then they they stopped at um, Downtown Disney. So. Like, I mean, if you're already down there, sure. But, like, I'm not going to, like, go out of my way. Just to, to go there. Just to go there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. It's a little ridiculous. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Anything you want to add to close? Yeah. I just want to thank you all for, for joining us on the, this episode. Um, hopefully you enjoyed our, our commentary and our choices for Would You Rather. Um, if you had any any different opinions, please feel free to to. Drop us a comment or an email or whatever. Um, and also, 
make sure to subscribe to, on, on your favorite platform so you're you'll be um, you'll be notified when we have any new episodes. Yeah, so I'd also like to thank you listeners for tuning in to this episode. Make sure to listen to all the rest of our episodes as well if you haven't yet. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Leave us a rating and review so that we can continue to grow our show. On behalf of Rissa, I'd like to say, keep your watches, sync to Disney time. See ya. Bye. Disney.